Hello, you're listening to the Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and today I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Shariel, who is protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael letter number 20, the Archangel is writing about God's plans to bring Sarah into an experience of beauty, peace, and timelessness. After the letter, we'll read through meditation questions to help us better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Also, stay tuned this week. I'll be having an exciting guest interview that I'm personally excited for. Bill Donahue and I will be talking about the themes of beauty, contemplation, and timelessness as seen in this letter. So be sure to check out that podcast later on this week. As I mentioned last week, be sure to sign up for my newsletter for a free digital copy of book one of Aria's Adventures on my website. Uh, Anyway, enough time with that. Let us get into the letter. Without further ado, let us read Raphael letter number 20, Beauty and Timelessness. Most beloved Shariel, I am glad to hear that Sarah has been taking her rest. It was a great honor for me to be there for the moment of her conversion with you as I poured out the oil gladness upon her soul. I am glad that we could both, with a train of angels, lead her to her beloved who awaited her in the sacrament of confession. How glorious is that day! Truly blessed are the feet that bring good news. And in spite of the grief that lay behind her, I am very glad to hear that she is now finally giving herself time for rest. She has confessed to her mother, too, and any shame is now disappearing into smoke. And the burden of the grief is lightened because it was met with compassion. I know from a higher authority that her beloved desires so deeply to lead her from the dryness of the desert into the oasis of contemplation. It is here that Christ wishes to reveal himself to her in a new and profound way through the contemplation of beauty. You know well of what I speak, for every experience of beauty is indeed an oasis where the water of eternal life bubbles up from the depths of eternity. Now that Sarah is staying at her parents' farm, she can finally have the silence that she needs to experience the water of life, which is, quote, welling up to eternal life. John 4, 14. As I'm sure you are aware... There is a thin veil separating the realm of heaven from the realm of earth. That, of course, does not mean the spiritual realm, for 
The spiritual realm is filled with angels and demons. When I speak of heaven, I mean specifically the place in which God dwells. And wherever God dwells, time is caught up into eternity. But God has so gifted humans that in these moments of contemplation upon the earth, these humans are able to taste the waters of eternity. One human discovered this transcendent reality, and he was able to share it with others, saying, Do fish complain of the sea for being wet? Or if they did, would that fact not strongly suggest that they had not always been, nor would not always be, purely aquatic creatures, then if we complain of time and take such joy in the seemingly timeless moments, what does that suggest? It suggests that we have not always been, nor Will we always be purely temporal creatures? It suggests that we were created for eternity. A letter from C.S. Lewis as found in A Severe Mercy. He discovered what so many other humans failed to see. That song of heaven in such experiences of timelessness, and eternity bubbles up into the oasis of time. And we angels are drawn to such experiences. Each such encounter with beauty is for a moment like a small church where dozens of angels are gathered together in worship with the heart of Christ's Son or daughter. They are what Jacob experienced when he, quote, had a dream about a ladder that rested on the earth with its top reaching up to heaven, and God's angels were going up and down the ladder. Genesis 28, 12. Christians believe they know what this means because Jesus said, Quote, you will see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. They think, oh, this is about Jesus. But they do not understand what it means. They don't understand that there are sacred places in the world where heaven has come to earth. It is to those places that we are drawn to to worship, and we are caught up into the glory of it. The greatest of these places is every place that Christ himself walked. As I have written to you, one can experience Christ through truth, beauty, or goodness. Though since you have written that Sarah seems to be most moved by beauty, I will speak primarily about that. For beauty contains within it both truth and goodness, and thus it will appeal to every heart, though only if they can create space for it. Luckily, 
Sarah is finally tired of the insanity of her life, and she is ready to really rest. And he wants to meet her in the midst of that rest. He wants to reveal himself to her as she rides the horses and breathes in the cool air of the mountains. He wants her to see past the spectrum of lights and hues and clouds that whirl around the sky above her and see this place as it truly is, a place that was designed to lead the soul into glorious, heart-leaping worship. He wants to break her heart in the most marvelous, wonderful way that she has, that she never knew she could experience. In this moment, Sarah will be pulled outside of time as the bubble of eternity enters into time. Angels will ascend and descend on beauty as she encounters the living God. And she will know why he is called the living God. For nothing is more alive than him who animates all living things and gives them life and happiness and peace according to his good pleasure. He will at once reveal himself to her as the one who gives her soul life and also as the one who gives life and light to all things that move and breathe upon the face of the earth. And she will know him as she has never known him before. To him be glory now and forever. As for you, my dear Sharia, lead her to this, and let this be to you also an experience of rest. For long have you labored for her soul, long and dark has been the battle for it. So rest now with her in the glory of his love, and perhaps, if I may, I will meet you there in the place of worship, where Sarah's heart is drawn up to God, and heaven is brought down to earth, and time is made still. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. I hope you enjoy this letter titled, Beauty and Timelessness. In it, we learned about how, when we allow ourselves to rest and contemplate the beauty that is all around us, Christ can lead us into a place of timelessness and joy, which is itself worship. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on all around us. To help us enter more fully into these letters and their unique themes, I have composed the following qu meditation questions, which you can find in the show notes. While well, I encourage you to write down your answers to these questions in a notebook, 
to help you engage in them, I recognize that not everyone has the time or freedom to do that. So if that is the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers. Perhaps say them out loud if you're alone, or repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week, that we might do what St. Paul encouraged us to do, pray without ceasing. Let us reflect on those questions. What is a spiritual reality that I am now more aware of having read this letter? What is something I wish I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is there something specifically I could thank them for? What is this struggle that I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or what sins do I need repent of. Do I make time for silence and the experience of beauty? What could I do to help God create such an experience for me? What are other ways that I have experienced beauty in the past? In music, in art, in stories, in relationships, in nature. Where in nature? When in the next week can I create space for myself to contemplate beauty in a way that is meaningful to me? Do I try to create time for worship weekly? Do I try to create time for worship daily? Do I recognize that when I enter into places of worship, I am joined by the angels? What is a good time and place for me to visit and worship with the angels? Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us, hear our supplication as we cry to you, that we may always be defended by their protection, and rejoice eternally in their company. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
one God forever and ever. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be on my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide.